Welcome to the Yes Mujer Build It podcast, the podcast for ambitious mujeres who are committed to building a business, career, and life they love. I am Master Coach Wendy Amara, and I'm going to teach you the mindset tools and strategy that will help you stay in consistent action so you can build it. Let's get started. Hello, 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 mujeres. So happy to be here with you for episode number six. We are going to talk about the story of the two wolves. Yes, the story of the two lobos or lobas. <laughs> the story of the two wolves is an American Indian tale that was first told to me many, many years ago. I might have been in my early 20s, I think, when I first heard this story. And it was really impactful for me. And I remember it stayed with me for many years after. You may have heard the story of the two wolves. It's a Cherokee Indian story from indigenous people, Cherokee tribe. And it's a story that was passed down from generation to generation. But I'm going to ask you to listen to the story from a new perspective, from a different perspective. I have decided to use this story for my own growth and to help my clients really learn a new way to think about thoughts and feelings and how we interact with different versions of ourselves in our day-to-day -day life. So here's how the story goes. The story starts with a grandfather Cherokee chief who is talking to his grandson. His grandson is sitting next to him, and the grandfather begins to tell him the story of the two wolves. The way the story goes is his grandfather tells him there are two wolves inside of us, lobos inside of us. And one wolf is calm and loving and kind and patient. And the other wolf is easily frustrated, gets angry, is impatient, believes everyone's out to get him, and sees the world as working against him. And these two wolves are constantly fighting. There's this constant battle going on internally inside of us, where one wolf is fighting for the belief that, no, everything is working in my favor and everything's going to work out great. And then this other wolf is fighting for, no, everyone's working against me. And unless I fight, I'm not going to get what I deserve. So this internal struggle happens, right? Between, let's say, this angry or fearful wolf and this loving, kind, confident wolf. So the little boy asked his grandfather if this internal struggle is going on all the time you know if they're fighting grandpa then who ends up winning at the end of the day who wins and the Cherokee grandfather looks at his grandson and says the one that you feed the most wins my grandson the one that you feed the most Hmm. Makes you stop and think, right? Wow. So if I have this internal struggle going on inside of me, between these two parts of me, this one part of me who believes things aren't going to work out, that people, things, the economy, money, all of that is against me, 
And this other part of me that actually does believe that things will work out and that trusts in the good in people and trusts in the good in me and is kind and patient and confident and courageous. If these two parts of me are constantly struggling, the one who wins is dependent on me. The one who wins is dependent on who I decide to feed the most on a daily basis. Hmm. What a powerful story. What a powerful story to teach kids. What a powerful story to integrate into coaching, into trainings, right? And here's one of the key distinctions that I wanted to point out from the grandfather is that he never says that this angry, frustrated, the world is against me wolf ends up dying. No, he just said there's a daily struggle going on, a daily internal struggle. So the way that I interpret the story is that this, let's call it fearful wolf, never actually goes away. Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't actually die. But, you know, you can make it much smaller by not feeding into those thoughts, the thoughts that feed that wolf. So if you feed your, let's call it confident wolf, loving wolf more often, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the wolf who's going to dictate most of your life. That's the wolf who's going to choose the thoughts that you think more often or the feelings that you feel more often. You get to choose which of these two wolves you're going to feed. Now, here's how I use it in coaching. And I actually first came up with this in a training maybe 10 years ago where somebody asked me if I could do a training for a group of teenage girls. Now, I'll tell you. Teenage girls, that's not my niche. (laughs) In fact, I find it challenging to be around teenage girls. So, you know, a high five to all of you who are working with teenage girls in the world and the work you are doing is phenomenal. If I have met you at some point, I'm sure I have said to you, wow, it takes such patience, such internal awareness to work with that particular age range. And yet there's such beauty that comes out of working with teenagers in general, because they don't have as much baggage as adults do. And you can clearly see it when they start to process. So the first time I used this in a training was about 10 years ago with a group of teenage girls. And what I had them do is I actually had them draw out a picture of what would be their confident wolf and name their confident wolf. And then I had them draw out a picture of what would be their fearful wolf, the wolf that is angry or frustrated or thinks the world is against them. I had them draw that wolf also and also put a name to that wolf. And it was interesting what came out through the creativity, right? The difference in how they drew those two different wolves and also how they named them. And it was such a powerful experience that I was witnessing with them that I decided, oh yeah, no, every time I have a group of women together, I need to do this process. Everyone needs to know this story, needs to know the story of the two wolves, and everyone needs to have an opportunity to confront 
both of our wolves. Yes, both of them. Because for some of us, it's uncomfortable also to confront the confident wolf. Some of the girls had a really hard time writing positive statements about who they are and what they bring to the world. So when I asked them to describe their, let's say, good wolf, it was difficult for them to say, oh, my good wolf is kind, or my good wolf is you know, good at art, or my good wolf is a good friend. Like it took some time for them to really write out really positive statements about themselves and then really own those positive statements about themselves. It was also challenging, as it is with most adults, to describe the fearful wolf, the other wolf, right? The, let's say, bad wolf. It's difficult to describe that wolf also because that's a part of who we are. Uh, Some people in therapy work and other transformational work call it your shadow, shadow work, right? Shadow work meaning that darker side to you that also is valuable because that darker side of you has kept you safe, has taught you things when you needed to learn things, right? Certain lessons in life has pivoted you at times when you needed to pivot, has saved you at times from getting into worse danger. So there's times where the fearful wolf really has been valuable for us in our lives. The purpose of telling you all this story is so that you start to build awareness around your two wolves. If you had to picture them right now, if you closed your eyes and just pictured your confident wolf and then pictured your fearful wolf, what do they look like? What's the picture that comes up? When I ask people this question, some people think they're both the same. They're both equally the same. And some people picture their fearful wolf so much bigger. And some people picture their confident wolf 10 times bigger. It just depends on who you've been feeding or who you're consciously aware of more often. But here's the crazy thing. And the thing that I sometimes forget is every time you think a thought, conscious or unconscious, You are feeding one of these wolves. Every time you think a fearful thought or a thought of uncertainty, doubt, a thought of shame, or a thought of guilt, you're feeding that fearful wolf. And every time you think a thought or feel a feeling of belief in yourself, confidence in yourself, courage, worthiness, love, love for yourself, you're feeding That other wolf, you're feeding that confident, loving, kind wolf. Do you know how many thoughts we think in a day? The average human being thinks between six to 7,000 thoughts in a day. Six to 7,000 thoughts. Can you imagine? That's a lot of processing. (laughs) A lot of thoughts that happen in our brain. And they're actually, like studies have broken it down to what they call think worms or thought worms. Because they can actually follow in the brain a specific thought and they can see a pattern with that thought. So kind of like there's, you know, around 6,200 thought worms per day. This was uh, through a study at Queen's University by a group of psychologists out of Kingston, Ontario. So this has been highly documented. That's a lot of thoughts in a given day. And that's not even us processing, you know, information, stimulus, data coming into our brain. These are just thoughts that we're thinking that create a thought worm. So here's the thing, my friends. We get to be really consciously aware 
of what are those thoughts that we're picking throughout the day. Because either they are feeding that confident, kind wolf, or they're feeding that fearful, angry, wall up, no one's going to hurt me wolf. And it's a choice. Who wins at the end of the day is a choice for you to make. What I want to see for you, Mujeres, is that you become consciously aware of this. That you actually start to recognize, for instance, when you are in your fearful, angry wolf. When does she come out? Can you recognize her when she comes out? And what's the thought underneath that has triggered her or that's having her come to the surface, right? Equally as important, can you identify when your loving, confident wolf comes out? That's of equal importance too. You need to connect with that confident, loving wolf just as much as you connect with any other part of who you're being. And sometimes that part is hard to connect with also because we have to consciously choose it. Like we have to think a thought that makes us feel loved or think a thought that makes us feel grateful. And then all of a sudden, now we are in this loving, grateful, confident wolf space. Who you feed on a daily basis with your thoughts with your beliefs, with your emotions, with your actions. That's who is getting bigger and bigger every day, internally, inside of you. That's who's going to win at the end of the day or at the end of your lifetime, right? And you're not going to kill off the fearful wolf. The fearful wolf will always be there. But we can decide whether or not we're going to give it a, you know, a huge meal, right? Whether we're going to give it a double whopper or whatever or one of those um buffets buffet from las vegas like whether we're going to feed it something that big or whether we're going to give it a little side salad and that's it and then we can feed the confident wolf more often that takes practice that takes a lot of practice so this starts with awareness first you need to be aware when is my fearful wolf triggered and when is my confident wolf triggered is my confident wolf triggered, right? Because when I ask people this, they can think of times when their fearful wolf was triggered, times when they actually felt the fear of something or the uncertainty of something or the doubt. But it's hard to think of when confidence is triggered unless somebody said something to you that reminded you of your confidence or reminded you of something that you've done, some mountain you've climbed or an accomplishment or success you've had in your life. It's rare that we trigger it for ourselves. And that's something that I want to start working on more and more, especially with us Latinas. We get to honor our confident wolf more. We get to sit with her. We get to be with her. We get to bring her to the surface more and we get to feed her more often, which means we get to think thoughts like, hey, you know what? Kind of a badass. Yes, you are a badass. (laughs) Or as we like to say, you know, among us Latinas, I'm a chingona. Yes, you are a chingona. Look at all the things you made it through. Look at all the mountains you have climbed over and over again. I mean, some of you are listening to this and you've actually had another human being come out of your body. That is a badass move. That took some courage, Mujer. That definitely took some courage. Yes, you are confident. There is a confident version of you in there somewhere. 
You just haven't fed her. And maybe for some of you, you haven't fed her in years, years, because our society doesn't teach us to feed her on a conscious, regular basis. Certainly not consistently, right? Yet society does feed our fearful wolf consistently. I mean, all you got to do is turn on the news. Turn on the news and there's some shooting or something's happening to the planet or something's happening to the economy or it's all problems after problems after problems. And you know what that does? That feeds your fearful wolf. So be consciously aware. Which wolf do I want to feed? Which wolf do I want to feed most of the time? If I'm thinking about 6,200 thoughts every day, how many of those do I want to feed my fearful wolf? And how many of those do I want to feed my confident, loving, patient wolf? How many of those thoughts do you want connected to fear, doubt, uncertainty? Or how many thoughts do you want to pick that actually evoke in you love, gratitude, peacefulness, grace? all those other feelings and thoughts that you may not be as connected to. Because at the end of the day, one of these wolves is going to win. And it's up to you to decide which one wins. (laughs) So consciously choose every day. Yeah. And if you really want to get creative, you are welcomed as part of your growth work assignment to draw out a picture, draw a picture of your confident wolf and draw a picture of your fearful wolf because we get to accept both sides and we get to love all of ourselves. That includes that fearful wolf. And it's also really freeing, by the way, to acknowledge those parts of you, to acknowledge the parts of you that you normally keep in the shadow, right? The parts of you that you don't like to talk about, but that everybody knows is a part of you because nobody is all good all the time. So there are parts of you that are challenging. We all have challenging parts to ourselves. We all are imperfect. So we have parts of ourselves that we would rather not talk about, but they're there. And you know who knows them? The people you live with. (laughs) The people you live with probably know those challenging aspects to being in a relationship with you or to living with you. You know what those parts are too. You know your fearful wolf. You know the wolf that is scared, that doubts themselves, that uh, maybe gets frustrated or impatient or maybe lies or doesn't follow through with things or beats themselves up. That's the wolf that you also get to acknowledge because there is such freedom in acknowledging that part of you. One, the moment you say it out loud, and I've done this in workshops with many women. In fact, I did it last year at the We All Grow Summit, where um, I actually did a process similar to this. And I had women come up on stage and actually describe both wolves. There's such freedom that comes in being able to out yourself in terms of all the negative aspects to you, the stuff that you never really want to talk about. But the moment you say it out loud and other people still hold their arms out for you. When you experience other people being vulnerable with you and still loving you, even through all of your imperfections, oh, it is such a healing moment, such a healing moment for that fearful wolf. 
So it reminds that wolf, that part of you, that loba, that you're okay, that you are actually okay. Yeah. So be aware which wolf do I want to feed? Also be aware we never fully get rid of our fearful wolf. And start to step into acknowledging both sides of you the sides of you that you love and the sides of you that you keep hidden. You get to own all of you because the moment you start to do that, you become more consciously aware of who you want to continue to feed, who you want to feed on a daily basis. So at the end of the day, one of those two wolves is going to win. And it's up to you to decide which one of the two is going to win. You get to make that decision. All right, guys, I will see you on the next episode. This is your reminder, Muhead, that you can absolutely build it. You can build the business that you want. You can build the career that you want. You can build yourself into the person that makes all of that happen. And it requires learning how to manage your human brain learning how to dance with your emotions, and learning how to stay in consistent action, which is exactly what I teach in Inspired Action by Group Coaching Program. Join us today for accountability, support, community, entrepreneurship, strategy, and actually learning how to implement the mindset tools that I talk about here. Go to wendyamara.com and click on Inspired Action to learn more. You can also follow me on Instagram at Wendy Amora to stay up to date on my latest offerings. Don't forget, Mujer, that if you really want to learn to swim, you have to get in the water. So come take action with us. We get in the water every single week. I'll see you on the next Yes, Mujer. Build it.